श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा गुरुर्ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेश्वर गुरु साक्षात परम ब्रह्मा तस्म श्री गुरवे नमः तस्म श्री गुरवे I eat a lot, a minimum of eight chapatis or eight breads. So, eat one after another, and when I eat the eighth chapati, then I feel now I am full. But then I wanted to be smart. So one day, what I did, I kept those eight breads, chapatis, in front of me. One, two, three, four, eight. And then I thought, when I eat the eight chapati, my hunger is over. Why not eat the eight chapati first? Smart Admi, I say, you got that. So, I took the eight chapati first, eight. And hunger didn't go. So, what I did, then I started blaming everybody. I think the cook has done something wrong today with the eight chapati. I think today the weather is not good, therefore. Because I could not achieve satisfaction of eating chapati. This is exactly is our condition. Yama, Niyama, Asana, Pranayam, Pratyahar, Dharana, Dhyan, seven chapatis. And eighth one is Samadhi. But we want to go by shortcut. So, come from nowhere, struggling, frustrated, angry, disgusted, confused. And then we want to sit for meditation. So, what is our meditation? Half an hour meditation, rest of the day frustration. See, friends. Please remember, there is no shortcut in life. Those who follow the shortcuts, they are cut short. There is no way out. And therefore, unless we practice first Yama, Niyama. So these two things, what exactly they do? Both Yama and Niyama Sadhana is preparing our mind in such a way that the mind ceases to react. Normally we react in life. We don't act. Reaction is a default setting of our mind. And because of this reactionary habit, we are all the time disturbed. So when we follow Yama and Niyama, the impact of this Yama Niyama is not on the body, but it is on the mind. And once we are clear about this, then what is the third step that Patanjali told? Yama, Niyama, then comes Asana. Now, how many sutras are for Asana in the whole Patanjali sutras? Only two, not even three. And what are the two sutras? Sthira Sukham, Asanam, and technique is given. How to attain the Sthira Sukham Asanam? Technique is 
ಪ್ರಯತ್ನ ಶೈಥಿಲ್ಯ ಅನಂತ ಸಮಾಪತ್ತಿಭ್ಯಾಂ ನಾವು ವಿನ್ ವಿ ರೀಡ್ ದೀಸ್ ಸ್ಥಿರ ಸುಖಂ ಸ್ಥಿರ ಈಸ್ ಎನ್ ಅಡ್ಜೆಕ್ಟಿವ್ ಸ್ಥಿರ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಸ್ಟೇಬಲ್ ಸುಖಂ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಬ್ಲಿಸ್ ಸೊ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಆಸನ ಆಸನ ಈಸ್ ಸ್ಟೇಡಿಲಿ ಬ್ಲಿಸ್ಫುಲ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಬ್ಲಿಸ್ಫುಲಿ ಸ್ಟೇಡಿ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಸ್ಥಿರ ಸುಖಂ ನೋ ವಿಹರ್ ಪುವರ್ ಪತಂಜಲಿ ಆಸ್ ಮೆನ್ಶನ್ಡ್ that you keep on doing this asan that asan and suffer silently see my friends then if we want to be at peace happy steadily under all conditions then first two steps must be followed we are no more a problem for the world the world is no more a problem for us your mind will be at peace and thereafter the next step comes is your niyam sadhana then we are not a problem to ourselves we are a biggest problem for ourselves and such people they only complain and blame others and this blame game continues so if we follow these principles of yama niyama properly the net result will be we will remain at peace with ourselves ashantasya kutas sukham a person who is not at peace with himself or herself can never be happy so such a person who has practiced yama niyama now he has come to the third stage the third chapati and that is ಸ್ಥಿರಸುಖಂ ಆಸನ ಹೌ ಟು ಅಚೀವ್ ಇಟ್ ಪ್ರಯತ್ನ ಶೈಥಿಲ್ಯ ಪ್ರಯತ್ನ ಶೈಥಿಲ್ಯ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ನೋ ಮೋರ್ ಸ್ಟ್ರಗಲ್ ವಿನ್ ಎವರ್ ಎನಿಥಿಂಗ್ ಈಸ್ ವಿದೌಟ್ ಎಫರ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ನಾರ್ಮಲ್ ಫಾರ್ ಎಕ್ಸಾಂಪಲ್ ದೋಸ್ ಆಫರ್ಸ್ ಹೂ ಆರ್ ಹಾರ್ಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಹಿಯರಿಂಗ್ ದಿ ವಿಲ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಸ್ಟ್ರಗಲ್ to listen and as a result after 3-4-5 minutes they get tired because they are struggling to listen hard of hearing and after 5-10 minutes when they are tired what they will do why waste time go to sleep others are normal what is the reason because this first person was not normal and therefore tired exactly the same way prayatna shaitilya when you sit there should be no effort in sitting see siddhasana means that in which you can abide in yourself that is the real meaning of siddhasana not twisting the body so how do we achieve that like we go to some place temples in some of the temples they have the token system keep your shoes take the token so your shoes remain protected but some places it is not so when we go to some temple where this facility is not available we keep our shoes outside the temple 
and we go in front of the lord and we pray oh lord kindly take care of my shoes because our head is full of shoes somebody will take it you can never pray to the lord with your head in the shoes exactly the same way we sit for meditation <coughs> and then pain here pain there pain pain everywhere such a painful person how can he be at peace see then what we do pillow here pillow there so many supports here one pillow here one pillow there one here and sitting like a a person riding on a donkey and, in, and even then there is a problem the reason is we are not at peace now what is the reason because the posture by which we sit is wrong what is the right posture see now you can see this tripod in front of me or this mic stand why they are stable why they are not falling because the center of gravity is exactly in the center when the center of gravity of the structure is exactly in the center there is equal weight distribution and therefore there is a stability same way when we sit for meditation what is required is that the weight of our body should be right in the center of gravity and the center of gravity is the two sitting bones and the center of these two sitting bones that is the center of gravity so when you are sitting sit in such a manner that the weight of your body lands on these two bones equally not on these legs or on the ankle joint or on the thigh or on the calf muscles when this is not understood we sit in little bit tilted way then our left legs becomes numb start sleeping we get pain then we shift to the right then after sitting there for right again after 2 seconds this starts giving pain we shift here and in this manner our sitting is a rock and roll the reason is it is not a perfect structure what is a real asan then like you are all sitting observe in next one and half hour you will change 90 times your posture take the leg over here then this leg side then take it over here then now we have to keep it keep the leg on the head how many times because so much buried under body identification and then we want to simplify life what is simplification of the life you are not disturbed by anything and we get disturbed right from the body onwards see friends therefore be very attentive instead of struggling yoga ha chitta vritti nirodha if you are sincere to yourself put your hand on your heart and ask yourself have you achieved chitta vritti nirodha in your whole life to whom are we cheating nobody has ever achieved that 
the reason is the basics are not clear and then only reactions complaints frustration and making simplification outside and complications inside see my friends therefore if we start systematically working on this issue every thought that erupts in our mind the thought begins from the seed of somebody unless there is a somebody a thought cannot come in the deep sleep what we call as sound sleep sound sleep means what you produce the sound for the society and you sleep so you keep on snoring away huge way that time you are nobody and because you are nobody no thoughts so chitta vritti nirodh has attained already but are you going to sleep 24 7 not possible then we have to learn this basic principle this is a simple way not complicated whenever there is somebody that somebody will have thoughts he cannot stop thinking now let us do this few simple experiments right away i am not giving you posthumous realization right now and here you are sitting in a perfect posture don't change anything other we will get lost only in that and after this now close your eyes softly and play don't be serious play that you are a husband or a wife so you are sitting for meditation as a husband or as a wife and see what thoughts come in your mind stop now the second experiment become parents or children and see what thoughts come in your mind now the last experiment remain as nobody and see are thoughts ever coming stop experiments over now let us analyze our experiments when we became husband or wife and said the thoughts were pertaining to the wife or the husband respectively when we became parents or children the thoughts were pertaining to the children or the parents respectively 
And when we remained as nobody, no thoughts. So if we have to achieve Chittavrutti Nirodaha, what should be our approach? We must remain as nobody. Now if we have to remain as nobody, we must know how somebody is born. So the somebody is born only after body identification. In deep sleep, we are not identified with the body. Therefore, we are neither mother, father, brother, sister, husband, wife. See? Otherwise, that husband who does not dare open his eyes in front of his wife, when he is sleeping next to his wife, he can snore loudly. Where from the courage comes? Think. The courage comes because, like Upanishad says, Tatra Mata Amata Bhavati, Tatra Pita Apita Bhavati. In deep sleep, we are neither the husband, wife, brother, father, mother, sister, and we are nobody because we are not identified with the body. So, what is the culprit? Culprit is body identification. So, what for we are doing asana? To get more and more identified with the body or to get freedom from body identification. Think twice. We get so much body, body oriented that beyond that we are not ready to go. And then we are given, you will remain healthy for a long life. What will you do with a long life? Is maintaining the body the only purpose of life? Or there is some higher purpose? Like yesterday we have seen. After we have evolved from the stones up to the human being, hereafter evolution can be only, only, only spiritual evolution. But instead of focusing on that spiritual evolution, we again go back to the body, body, body. See, when it is said, Sharira Madhyam Kalu Dharma Sadhana, so the body is a sadhana. Sadhana means the means. It is not the goal. Goal is spiritual evolution. And for that spiritual evolution, when Patanjali says, Tada Drashtuhu Sarupe Avasthanam, so, we have two things. One is Swarupa and second is Swamava. By Swarupa, we are all essentially divine. That is our essential nature. Whether we want or we don't want, whether we know or we don't want, or we don't know, we are divine. See, my friends, but this divinity becomes clouded because of the body identification. Therefore, the first step to simplify the life is focus attention on freedom from body identification. And how do we achieve that? Patanjali again, Prayatna Shaitilya. Our life must be effortless. Don't struggle, struggle, struggle. And how this prayatna shaitilya effortlessness can come? 
Ananta Samapati Bhyam, when you merge in the infinite. And to merge in the infinite, we have to give up association with the finite. See, friends. Therefore, to make the life simple, to simplify life, this is the first step. So if you ask me, what is the spiritual practice? There are only two things to be attained in life as a spiritual practice. One is freedom from body identification. And second is freedom from the notion that I am a soul in the body. But this has gone so deeply in our head that there is one soul per body. Like there is one soul per shoe. So when the soul of the shoe has gone, the shoe becomes useless. This is not the way. We are not a soul. But when this is so deeply rooted in our misunderstanding, then every time the same thing. See? Last life, this life, next life. Sin, married. Going to hell, going to heaven. Nobody has gone to hell, nobody has gone to heaven. Nobody was in last life. You are a continuous unbroken existence. Think properly. All problems are because of wrong thinking. In Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavan Sri Krishna tells Arjun. Arjun was confused in the first chapter. Bhagavan said, Shruti Vipprati Pannati Yadasthasyati Nishchalam Samadha Vachala Buddhi Tada Yogam Avapsasi. Arjun, you have heard so many things and you are completely confused and confusion further confounded. So, Shruti Vipprati Panna, because of hearing so many things in different ways, we get confused. Yadasthasyati Nishchalam when your understanding is clear and firm. What is a clear and firm understanding? When we are told whatever good or bad things happen in our life because of our karma in the last life. Now be attentive here. Very important thing. This is how we can simplify our life. We all have certain default settings. Default settings are Everyone is responsible for my problems. So if I am a husband, the cause of my misery is my wife. If I am a wife, the cause of my misery is my husband. If I am a father, the cause of my misery is my Hitler dad. If I am a, a son, then somebody is responsible. In short, we are expert in blaming others, how others are responsible for my miseries. Now, continue with this example. When I, as a husband, think that I am miserable because of my wife, what will be my spiritual practice? Try to improve the wife. This is called as Ashakyanushtan. Ashakyanushtan means impossible undertaking. And their whole life you spend in improving others, it will never happen. And the end result is we are frustrated. 
and such a frustrated person can never walk the path of yoga. See, friends. So, we go to the Mahatmas and ask, like people come and ask us, Swamiji, uh, please don't make fun of me and don't quote my example in your lectures. I said, okay, I will not tell your name, but example I will quote. <laughs> and the example was, Swamiji, I don't know, but I am so fed up because of my wife. What should I do? I said, think. All problems are born because of wrong thinking. There is no problem other than wrong thinking. Chitta Vritti Nirodh will not lead you anywhere. Right thinking is important, not no thinking. See? So he said, what should I think? I said, think. Now answer my questions without argument. Okay? He said, all right. Tell me, husband is a common noun or a proper noun? Husband is a common noun, is it not? Any fool getting married to another fool is called as a husband. So simple it is. So, if husband is a common noun, then what does it mean? Every husband is miserable. So, what is great if you are miserable? You are belonging to the majority. In democracy, majority only matters. And what is a democracy? What is majority? Majority is always the fools. Therefore, in democracy, fools rule the wise. Swamiji, you only making fun of me. I said, I don't have to make fun. You are self-sufficient. See? Then, I, as a Swami, I had to tell him, look here. In the last life, you have tortured her. And she was doing Karva Chauth. So what is the karva chod? It is a vow taken by the married ladies that, Oh Lord, give me the same husband for next seven lives. Because so much of efforts are put on improving and making him proper. She doesn't want to give it away. And therefore, she is again in this life. Now she is taking the revenge of the last life. But I don't remember. That doesn't make any difference whether you remember or you don't remember. But now what should I do? Very good question. Now, stop blaming her for your miseries. Because of your karma, you got this kind of treatment. Now, behave properly with her. Otherwise, next life, again she will be your wife. No, 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 I will behave properly. Now see the net result. Net result, that man will stop blaming his wife and he will start behaving properly. Net result is, he will be at peace in spite of his wife. This is simplification of life. Not changing the wives. See, friends, changing the wife is like Akashya Tapke Khajurpe Latke. It will never help. Now be attentive. What we have understood wrongly, last life, I did something good and bad. Then I died. Then in this life, I am doing good and bad. Then this body will die. In the next life, I will suffer. Now who is born and who died? It is the body. Last life, when you did mischief with your wife, this body was not there. In the next life, 
where you will suffer not by this body. So who are you? You are a continuous, unbroken existence. That is the meaning. Not making a soul out of you. When your attention goes on this, that we are unborn, unchanging, unmodifying, undecaying, undying reality. You have corrected Shruti Vipratipannate Yada Thasyati Nishtala. You have corrected your understanding about yourself. See? But instead of that, like I told the other day, they took me to that uh, hospital for uh, inaugurating the geriatrics department. Now what these doctors tell to the old people? No, no, no. If you take this, it will be good. If you take this, how long you want to maintain that poor fellow? Let him die with wisdom. Tell him, come on. It's wonderful. This is old cloth. Throw it away. You will get a fresh one. Instead of that, maintain the same body. Patch here, patch there. Throw it away. Get out of this wrong notion that I am the body and then after that, I am husband, wife, brother, father, mother, sister. Show me the husband separated from the man. You know, these Westerners, when they come, they ask us question. One person asked me, Swamiji, uh, I have seen some of your Indian Hindu marriages. There are these, uh, in marriages, the girl cries. But the man doesn't cry. What is the reason? I said, that is the only one day she cries. Rest of the life, he cries. And second thing, these girls who are married, they have got a dot com on their forehead. So the ladies have this dot com, gents don't have. What is the reason? I said that dot com is a sign for you. Your chance has gone. She is already married. But what about the gents? They don't have any sign. They don't require their face tells he is a married person. So who is disturbed? Who is miserable? Husband, wife, etc. They are born after body identification. Now, next step. If we really want to get freedom from the problem of thinking, it is not by suspension of thinking, but by correcting the thinking. Correct your thinking. See? Then the thinking is like this. One example I'll tell you. This happened in Bombay. One girl came to meet me and she said, Swamiji, my mom has asked me to talk to you. I said, what happened? She said, there was some function in our house. She was staying with her mother and she was separated from her husband. So the mother told, uh, you cannot attend this function. It is meant only for the Saubhagyavati, the married girls. And you don't have a husband, so you go away. She said, but he is not dead, he is still there. You don't argue with me. Go, ask your Swami. So she came to me. Swamiji, please tell me, after divorce, the girl is widow or not widow? Think. 
then i said look here i have studied all the four vedas but nowhere this question is discussed so when you are divorced where you the husband or you the wife has gone where they have gone they have gone nowhere because they are nowhere and who is miserable this non existing entity they are miserable come to discover this truth then your life will become simple see it is not difficult we have to recognize this one old man in bombay he asked me this question swami ji last few days i am extremely um, disturbed i said tell something new this is a routine thing disturbed 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 you see my problem is i am having a fear of death last few days and i said don't ask too many questions one question at a time first fear of death i guarantee you will die fear means what whether i will die or i will not die is it that is fear so i said there is no option you will definitely die forget about fear next he said no that is not the thing the thing is after i die what happens to my wife my children my property my bank balance my business what will happen to that i said you are asking to me the wrong person then ask them they will reply papa go we are waiting for you to go think friends one man because of the three conditionings appears to have become three he becomes the son he becomes the husband he becomes the father and these three entities non existing they are miserable and the culprit is body identification so what is the real yoga real yoga is first step get freedom from body identification then your life will be very simplified see now the second step when you become somebody the thoughts come and we complain now again start working on thinking what is the meaning of a thought simply chitta vritti nirodaha has no meaning first of all define what is a thought now take an example to understand if you are walking barefooted if a thorn goes in your foot and you are not aware but that thorn will start working on the tissue and the tissue will get inflamed it will become swollen it will become warm or hot and ultimately it will become painful because in that tissue a foreign body has entered and when will it will become painful then our attention will go to that point till then it will not go now that pain is given to us not to make us miserable but to tell us hey take care something is wrong over there then we take another thorn take out that foreign body so the second thorn was also a foreign body but the second thorn was used to remove the earlier foreign body and both the thorns are tossed away and thereafter in due time that swollen inflamed 
and tender painful part of this um, food will become normal and you will be normal. If this example is clear, exactly the same way. When anything enters the mind, it is a foreign body. And when the foreign body enters the mind, there is inflammation, there is swelling, there is heat, there is pain. And that condition of the mind carrying the foreign body is called as the vritti or the thought. Now what we do? Chitta vritti nirodaha forcibly like taking a painkiller. What is a painkiller? Painkiller is the one which kills you without pain. Painkiller is not a curative medicine. It is not. Exactly the same way. We simply do the pranayam and hold ourselves and chitvurti nirodha, chitvurti nirodha. Only struggle, struggle, struggle. If you know this principle, what is the meaning of a thought? What will be your approach? Your approach will be, let me remove the foreign body from the mind. Think. If there are two uh, ladies and one child, one lady is the mother of that child, other is a social worker. You know a social worker who has utter failure in her personal life, Therefore, to take the revenge on the society, she becomes a social worker. They don't take care of their own house. They want to destroy the society. So, this mother of the child, she will be so much concerned about the child. No other thought. And the other lady, who has no relation with the child, she will start giving advice. Because that is not her child. But mother will be disturbed because the mother has, the child has entered in the mind of the mother and therefore there are thoughts pertaining to the child constantly. No other theme, only my child, my child, my child. See, and when the same child is grown up, studied, educated, exported, because in India, there are no facilities. So, they are exported. In India, there are no opportunities. Therefore, they are exported. And when they get exported, and then the boy finds out someone for him, and then calls back, Mom, we are coming. And the mom is miserable. But if the child is not her child, her son, she is not miserable. So, event is the same. But when it is my son, that child has entered the mind of the woman or the mother and she is miserable. If these things are clear, then be attentive. What should be our approach to get the disturbances of the mind out? How do we attain Chittavrutti Nirodha? Only by wisdom. So what is the Chitta Vritti? When the thoughts are repeatedly coming about the same theme again and again, that creates disturbance. 
So, instead of suppressing the thoughts, now start working deeply on the thoughts. This is how simple it is. Now, for example, try to think without using any word. Can you think? You cannot. So if you want to attain Chitta Vritti Nirodaha, now the second thing you try, right? Now you attain it. Stop talking to yourself. Don't talk to yourself. Then, like we come out of the house after wearing clothes, exactly the same way, thoughts come out of the mind after wearing the clothes of the words. Instead of foolishly struggling, biting the teeth, oh God, thoughts are coming, uh -huh, don't be dumb. Simple thing, wherever you are, relax and practice this. And don't start suddenly for one hour. Start with five seconds. Right now, next 20 seconds, don't talk to yourself. Is it not simple? To simplify life is to interact with the life intelligently. Then only it becomes very simple. You watch in this world, anybody like you know in the train or flight or airports or railway stations or somewhere, they are standing and constantly talking to themselves. What is happening? A silent movie. Constantly talking to yourself. Stop that. You don't have to struggle for Chitta Vritti Nirodha. Then next step, you will see that thoughts cannot come without the seed of somebody. So what should be the Chitta Vritti Nirodha? Remember, at night when you are in deep sleep, you are nobody. Be very attentive. Unless you finish your morning prayers, spiritual practice, don't become anybody. Extend that status of nobody beyond your sleep. See? But we get up in the morning. And become. Where is my cup of tea? Oh, why it does not come? Morning onwards, cow, 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 poultry farm begins. And thereafter, 
shouting at each and then with great difficulty we want to finish our bath and all that. Otherwise, why bath is required? The tigers and lions never take bath, so what? And then you sit as somebody. And that somebody, when he will sit for a meditation, he cannot attain freedom from thought formation. And that is why it is told, your spiritual practice must be done early in the morning before you become anybody. So get out of the sleep, finish your morning ABCD and straight away sit quiet. Don't get into go for running and lift the weight and all that. You are lost in this body, body, body. Once this will click to you, you will be at peace with yourself under all conditions. So, what is simplification of the life? This is the simple thing. Chittavrutti Nirodaha is possible when you practice this. And this can be practiced in any posture, any time. Okay, when should we start it? This yoga, I have given a name. You must have seen so many names. Yesterday they said one rat yoga was there, isn't it? Like there is a doga, yoga for the dog. So this is the same way I have named my yoga in a different way. Don't talk to yourself. So what is the name of this yoga? You can do it anytime. What do you mean by any time? When you get up from the sleep and go and land on the commode, from there you start. You sit down but don't talk to yourself. This is called as commode yoga. Otherwise, they go and sit over there and a person from outside has to knock. Are you on strike or what? Come out quickly. We are having emergency. See, friends, give it a try. Wherever you are, just be aware of it. You are not going to talk. Just keep quiet. Then we go one step further. It is not only our mind is constantly agitated and purging out the thoughts, but also the mind is agitated when we are dealing with the world. Then what happens? We keep on talking to the people whether others want to listen or not. In a school, the teacher asks the question to the students. Now I will ask you a question. What we call such a foolish person who keeps on talking but others don't want to listen, what do you call him? That student said, teacher. Nobody wants to listen to us. But we keep on talking, talking, talking. And afterwards we regret. I should not have said. Be attentive. How to get out of this wrong habit of unwanted talking? Observe this. When two persons are talking, you happen to reach there. 
देन यू हाँ क्या हो गया दिस नो नीड बट वी वॉन्ट टू गेट इन्वॉल्व एवरीवेयर सी सेकेंड थिंग वी वॉन्ट टू गिव एडवाइस टू एवरीबडी बींग इंडियंस वी आर ऑल बॉर्न डॉक्टर्स सी आई मूव टू सो मेनी प्लेसेस समटाइम द थ्रोट इज बैड थ्रोट इज देर इट हैज टू बी बैड समटाइम इज नेचुरल बट देन आवर इंडियन मदर्स दिस इज स्वामी जी डोंट वरी आई विल टेक द मिल्क एंड पुट हल्दी इन टू दैट एंड बॉइल इट एंड देन यू टेक इट देन वॉट विल हैपन नाइदर द थ्रोट विल रिमेन नॉर थ्रोट प्रॉब्लम born doctors see born advisors what other should do we tell very easily what we should do we don't know see therefore this is very simple technique very simply extremely wonderful technique the technique is before we talk to anybody ask a question to yourself is it necessary to talk my friends i give you a guarantee 99% cases you will say to yourself no need to talk now we go one step further mind alone is the speech you all know the speech or the vani is explained to exist at four stages when the mind is absolutely unmanifest that state of the mind is called as para vani then when the mind is ready to manifest but not yet manifested that state of the mind is called as pashanti vani when the mind is further matured to express but the word and the object indicated by the word both of them are only thoughts that is called as the madhyama vani and the same mind when it is fully mature the words are born it is called as the vaikhari vani in vaikhari vani the object indicated by the word and the word they are separate like mic is a word in my mouth and mic is the object in front of me so i am talking to you by vaikhari vani and when we are sitting and unnecessarily imagining that is a madhyama vani and when our this madhyama vani is quietened we come to the pashanti vani in pashanti vani the thoughts and the object indicated by the thoughts they are not yet separated all the saints and sages where they have got the sankalpa shakti they are abiding in the pashanti vani therefore when they say something it happens because the thought and object indicated by the thought they are not yet separated therefore if we really want to attain chitta vritti nirodaha we have to start from the vaikhari vani how to start from the vaikhari vani do not talk 
unnecessary. Don't have to get involved with anybody. We don't have to be the advisors to the whole society. What others should do. Mind your business. Don't get involved unnecessarily. Your mind will start remaining quieter and quieter. After this is done, then we come to the Madhyamavadi. So stop talking to yourself. So two steps, very simple steps. Before we talk on any topic to anybody, just ask a question. Is it necessary for me to talk here? No. Keep quiet. Second thing, but inside we, but I think I should have told him, you know. But you know what, I had decided not to talk. But suppose I tell what will happen. Stop that also. Okay, okay. This is simplification of life. Simplifying life doesn't mean you make arrangements outside and make your life more dependent and complicated. See? Simplified life, you have remote control. From your mo mobile phone, you can control your whole house, wherever you are. From your office, you can switch on your uh, fridge, or you can switch on your cooker and by the time you come, your kitchen is ready. Simplification? No. Dependence. Simplification is, you are not a problem to yourself. We all suffer maximum because of ourselves. And therefore, we want to run away from ourselves. Then what do we do? We run away in time, space and object. So we run away in the space, in the time. Then, jane, kaha, gaye, when we were children, who cares? Oldies don't understand that nobody is interested in our past. But old people have nothing except the past. Now old person like me, what future I have got? Zero future. I have reached already a cul-de-sac. Think twice. See. Because we are fed up of ourselves. And who is making us? Only our mind. Therefore, when Patanjali says, Chitta Vritti Nirodha Tada Drashtuhu Sarupe Avasthanam we come back to our Divine Self. Addiction and um, attachment doesn't mean only to people or drinks or drugs. Addiction is to talking. Addiction is to thinking. That has to be suspended. And when this is achieved, you are back to yourself. Be attentive. Thought-free mind is consciousness. Consciousness polluted with the thoughts is mind. 
wife free husband is man man influenced by the wife is husband water with the shape and the size is ice ice without the shape and the size is water both mind and consciousness both of them are knowledge mind is that knowledge where objectivity is predominant factor consciousness is that knowledge where objectivity is absent this objectless awareness is our essential nature objectivity creates all miseries in life see now to understand this take an example how do i know this mic there are three stages through which we all go first stage this is a mic step number 1 second step i know this is a mic third step i am not the mic so in this knowledge the not iness that i am not the mic this is the predominant factor now come to yourself i am this is knowledge i know i am this is the subject do we go to the third step i am not i no that knowledge where objectivity is completely erased this objectless awareness is what is said by patanjali tada drashtuhu swarupe avasthanam see my friends and therefore one has to understand that how much we are lost in the objective world and this loss in the objective world is called as the samsara and samsara is what who is a samsari one of my friend told me the definition of samsari one young educated free smart boy one day unnecessarily started thinking what a life without a wife and thereafter got hold of some sari and he became a samsari whenever objectivity is predominant in your knowledge you are a slave to the mind now see how it is we have to drop one by one the objects cover the sense organs now understand it very simple it's not difficult vision is one and that one vision is seeing all the colors and all the forms to see the red color the vision need not be red to see the blue color vision need not be blue to see the round shape vision need not be round because vision is without color and without form 
this vision which is without color and without form is eliminating all the colors and all the forms. Therefore, vision is the cause and colors and forms are the effects. Now, where is our attention? Our attention is on colors and forms. When our attention is so much on colors and forms, we forget our vision. So, the vision is covered by the colors and forms. And one day it happens. We are unable to see properly. So, we go to the doctor, eye doctor and say, Dakshab, I am not able to see properly. So, the doctor gives you something to read. Can you read the first line? No. Can you read the second line? No. Can you read the third line? No. Why you can't read? Because I am illiterate. Come on. Now what the doctor is trying to do? If you cannot read, means what? Now your attention is not on the words. Your attention is on your vision. In the same manner, when we are living in this world, we become slaves to the worldly objects. And when we are the slave to the worldly objects, we have gone away from ourselves to the periphery of our personality. Be very attentive. If we have to talk about ourselves, what do we talk? Only two things. Our possessions and our relations. These possessions and relations cover our divine self. Just try to talk without referring to any possession and any relation. Impossible to talk. But these possessions and relations, they are so much overpowering us that behind them we are covered. Then, these possessions and relations, they create turmoil in the mind. So, objects cover the sense organs. Sense organs cover the mind. How the sense organs cover the mind? We are so particular about fulfilling the demands of our sense organs. I want that particular type of food. I don't want this. I want that. And thus, this small little tongue makes us dance. Just do this experiment on yourself. If you take the total weight of your body, suppose one ton, and then cut your tongue and see what is the weight of your tongue. It will not be even 10 grams. So what is the proportion of your total person and the tongue? Hardly any minimum percentage of your personality. Now on that small little tongue, there are nine tastes. And out of the nine tastes, one taste is making you miserable. Think. And the best part is, the tongue makes us dance to the various tastes. We become fat. Tongue never becomes fat. And we don't understand this. You see any fat person, ask him or her, hey, show your tongue. 
it will be same, not bad. And a thin person will not have thin talk. It is the same thing. Watch this. How much we are slave to our sense organs. So either we are slave to the worldly objects or we are slave to the sense organ uh, to the sense organs. Then we are slave to the mind. So the sense objects are covering the sense organs. Sense organs are covering the mind. Now the mind is also covering our wisdom, our intellect. How the mind covers our intellect? We function under the influence of the mood. I don't have mood today to get up in the morning. I never got up. Now I am 70 plus. In my whole life I never got up early. Now this Baba just come and tell all stupid things, you know. What I am going to get by getting up early in the morning? Is God not beyond morning or what? Is every time available? Oh, what is Think. And as a result, we start living under the influence of the mood of our mind. And such moody persons, they are very proud of their mood. When I am not in a mood, if somebody comes, my children know, today daddy is not in a mood, don't talk to him. Is it a good thing? But these angry people, they are very proud of their anger. I went to somebody's house and I was playing with the kids, carom and all that. And happy go lucky, ha ha hoo hoo going on. But the car rang, the sound of the car came, immediately kids put the board aside, went to their rooms. And the Hitler came and he asked me, Swamiji, did the children trouble you? Did they make any noise? Did they talk to you unnecessarily? I said, no. But in my heart I said, I wish you had not come. Then he said, they are afraid of me. They know I don't tolerate indiscipline. Are we a father or a rakshas? Who should be a wise father, a good father? When the father comes home, the children should leave everything. Like an Alsatian jumping on the boss, they should jump out of their skin and hug the father. Dad, I was waiting for you. That is the fulfillment of life. But we are so moody. Anger, anger, anger. And we justify our being angry. I don't like indiscipline, but I am indisciplined. We have to grow beyond these wrong notions. Because of this, the mind covers the intellect, the seat of wisdom. Now when we come to the intellect, we remaining, not remaining as intelligent, we become intellectuals. Who is the intellectual? Intellectual is the one who suffers intelligently in life. They justify. Like one uh, uh, softy lady. Softy, you know, software engineer. So that softy, she became very angry with me after my talk. Swamiji, you are always making fun of the married people. Get married and show how to be happy. So what she is doing is she is trying to justify 
that because she is married, she is qualified to become miserable. So what will I do? Tathastu. Don't justify you are miserable. When you justify, you are going the wrong way. If you want to really practice yoga, beyond the Hatha Yoga, there are thousands of yogas. And the yoga which I like and I practice is this. This is the yoga given by Bhagavan Sri Krishna. What is the definition of yoga according to him? Tam vidya dukkha sanyoga viyogam yoga sannitam sa nishchena yogtavyaha yogaha anirvinna chetasa When the miseries come in your life, tam vidya dukkha sanyoga, when the miseries come in your life, you refuse to be miserable. How to do that? What is the technique? Technique is sa nishchena yogtavyaha make a firm resolution. Neither you will justify your misery, nor you will become miserable, nor you will make anybody miserable. That is yoga. And for that, anirvinna chetasa, don't give up. Otherwise, all the time, frustrated, depressed, dejected. No! Therefore, Objects are covering the sense organs. Sense organs are covering the mind. Mind is covering the intellect. Intellect is justifying being miserable. Don't do that. When you do this, don't justify your miseries. You have transcended your seat of logic. Truth is not logic. Logic falls in the purview of matter. We have to go beyond logic. See friends, how to go beyond logic? If you are happy for no reason, but normally it is other way around. Suppose somebody is very happy as a surprise to us. So we ask, Are Gupta ji, kya baat hai? Aaj bade khush nazar aare ho. That means, if he is a miserable, we don't ask questions, because it is thai bhav. But if he is happy, then we are surprised. Come on, what's wrong with you? Today you are happy. Cause and effect, cause and effect. Be happy for no reason. That is the real yoga. See, friends. Now, being happy doesn't mean ha ha, like a fool. Being happy means no complaints, abiding in yourself, not talking unnecessarily in the world, not talking to yourself, don't justify anything, don't try to prove something. You are happy. In short, real yoga is giving up all the specialities that we are carrying the burden on our head. Upanishadik mantra, na karmana na prajaya dhane na tyage naike amrutatva manasho. How many specialities we are carrying on our head? In addition to that, I am spiritual. The real spiritual practice is you give up.
all your specialities. Paramatma is Nirvishesha Satta, non-specific, common substratum. This non-specific common substratum is unopposed to anything. Be very attentive. The space is not opposed to any shape, any size. Let it be a round, let it be a triangular, let it be a square. Space doesn't oppose anything. So the space is non-specific existence. Now multiply this. Eyes. Eyes eliminate all the colors and forms. So what is the vision? Vision is non-specific existence. Not opposed to any color or any form. Go to the next. Ears. Ears support every kind of sound. Let it be a discourse or let it be a disco. No objection. Let it be the Lord's name, Om Namah Shivaya. Let it be an abuse given by one to another. Everything is eliminated by the same hearing ability. Be attentive. Mind supports every kind of thought, noble, ignoble, divine, devilish, good and bad. All thoughts are supported by the mind. So the mind is non-specific existence. Go to the next and the last one. The conscious reality that we are. We support waking, we support dream, we support deep sleep, we support samadhi. Bhagavan Sri Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, Sarvasya chaham ridhisanyavishtaha Mattaha sruti jnanam apohanancha Vedaishya sarvai ahameva vidyaha Vedanta krutveda videva chaham I am the non-specific support to everything. What is everything? Mattaha, I support jnanam, the waking experience of the waker in the waking world. Smriti, I support the dream experiences of the dreamer in the dream world. Apohanam, I support the experience of absence for the deep sleeper. And Chakara Samadhi, I support the Samadhi experience of a person in Samadhi. Who is this I? Sarvaihi Vedaihi Aham Eva Vidya. This has to be known. So this I is a non-specific substratum, unopposed to anything. That is our essential nature. See my friends. Then, how much effort it takes for the space to support a round or to support a triangle? No effort. And this is what Patanjali says, Prayatna Shaitilya, effortlessness. So what is effortlessness therefore? We are not biased 
or specific to anything. Whatever is, is good. That's it. So let the waking come and go, it's okay. Dream come and go, it's okay. Deep sleep come and go, it's okay. Samadhi begins and ends, it's okay. I am the same. Because of the waking and the dream, nothing is added to me. Because of the deep sleep and samadhi, I have not lost anything. Is it not our experience? And to remain in this experience is simplifying life. Instead of that, we struggle. And our struggle is to continue to remain in the relative world. One principle I'll tell you. In the relative world, there is not a single problem which has got an absolute solution. And in the absolute reality, there is not a single problem which deserves any attention. Relativity in the absolute is only imagined. It is only conditional. It is only aupadic. Like man is absolute. Then the son, the husband and the father, they are relative. And these relatives are miserable. And where they don't exist. You can wake up somebody, if somebody is sleeping. If somebody is pretending that he is sleeping, you cannot wake him up. Exactly the same way. We try to make husband happy, wife happy, government happy, people happy. Don't waste your time. Uddhared atmanatmanam, natmanam avasadayet, atmaiva atmano bandhu, atmaiva ripuratmanaha. Like the flower doesn't give the fragrance, she has the fragrance. Let us lead a life so natural. Ananta Samapati Bhyam. Let Ananta, the infinite, conscious, blissful, unopposed substratum express through us. Then the life is simplified. And it's possible for everyone. There is no sinner in this world. And how simple life becomes. Like many people are, Samiji, how much uh, meditation I should do? I said, two ton per day. Is it a quantity or what? And how much time it will take? So the answer is, how much time, energy and efforts it takes for a wife to become a woman? How much time, energy and efforts it takes for a husband to become a man? What he has to do? He doesn't have to do anything. He has to undo. Because man is, he became husband. The ocean can become the, become the waves. Wave can never become the ocean. Man can become the husband. Husband can never become the man. Why? Because he is already a man. He doesn't have to become. 
So husband is an illusion, man is the reality. So how do you deal with the illusions? When we see the rainbow, rainbow is an illusion, it is not a solid object. So how do you deal with the illusions? We enjoy the illusions, but we don't desire the illusions. When we see the rainbow, do we think, let me take a small piece uh, of this rainbow and give it to my darling? No, because it's the only illusion. In the same manner, husband, wife, brother, father, mother, sister, in-law, outlaw, they are all illusions. Enjoy, but don't expect anything from them. Your life is simplified to the highest. But we want, it should be like this, it should be like that, forget about it. Don't try to make anybody happy in life. God has failed to make us happy. And we, the miserable, want to make others happy. My mind is in turmoil and I teach others, let the mind be in peace. I am having pain everywhere. And I tell the people, see, life should be painless. And when this becomes the foundation of our life, that to simplify life means simplify yourself. And it is possible for everyone. Everyone is a adhikari for this. Bhagavad Gita says, Apichedasi papebhya sarvebhya papakruttamaha sarvam jnana plave naiva vrijinam santarishasi. Even if you are holding a doctorate in committing sins, papebhya papakruttamaha, see the superlative degree. Even if you have committed all kinds of horrible sins, yet you are qualified to get into the boat of wisdom and cross this world of relative existence. Therefore, we have to correct our wrong thinking process. And this wrong thinking process can be corrected only if, like what Patanjali told, Shaucha Santosha Tapaswadhyaya Ishwara Pranidhanani Niyama And in that, Swadhyaya Every day, study of Bhagavad Gita, watch your mind, don't react, keep cool, never try to improve anybody, accept the world as it is, and maintain your level of peace up to date every moment. Your life is simplified. Give it a try and be happy. Don't give it a try and be miserable. Choice is yours. Om Purnamadaha Purnamidam Purnaat Purnamudachate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishate Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Sri Guru Namaha Hari Om